Homestyle Green, episode 186. Where can you go to get beautiful, high-performance and Passive House certified windows here in New Zealand? G'day and welcome back to another episode of Homestyle Green. This is the podcast dedicated to inspiring people to make a better place to live. And this week I'm coming to you from the uh, Proclimber Hub in Penrose in Auckland. Uh, it might be a bit of background noise, uh, there's a bit of work going on in here, there's lots of people out and about. And uh, it's a great place to come for a visit. If you're in town then uh, come, come on over to Penrose, come and check it out. We've got some great displays here showing how air tightness and uh, weather tightness work in, uh, in place in buildings. Uh, we've got some window displays and other bits and pieces. Speaking of windows, I am pleased to bring you an interview with Christian from Thermadura this week. I've been meaning to, to get Christian on the, on the show for a while because he's got some exciting innovations and he's been a bit of a, um, a leader in the development of high-performance windows made here in New Zealand using international technology and uh, European componentry. So here he is, here's my chat with Chris, and I started out by asking him uh, why he sells windows in New Zealand. Okay, I think firstly, um, I've done, done an apprenticeship in Germany as a joiner, and um, then after getting more um, work practice, I also studied industrial joinery, which takes two years in Germany. So this is... Um, like if you do an apprenticeship, it's more the, the trade side of it, mm -hmm. and then when you do industrial joinery, it's obviously more than uh, the manufacturing process and looking at efficiencies and running a business. Okay. Um, yeah. Came to New Zealand, and um, so we worked here for a year for a company, and then we thought, well, there is potential, or you know, there can be a lot done in the window sector in New Zealand mm -hmm. because. Coming from Germany, we were used to different joinery. It was a bit warmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, you mean uh, you mean it was warmer inside? Yeah, yeah. It was. It was just no condensation on the frames, uh -huh. like, and no wind was blowing through the seals. And so, yeah, what, what <laughs> did you what What did you think when you arrived here? And you, I mean, you're in Dunedin. That's known as some of the the most extreme conditions inside houses. What was your reaction when you got here? Um, I'd say it was uh, feeling very cold in winter. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I couldn't believe all the builders still wearing um, shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so that yeah. was definitely new. Yeah. So I thought I'm really, we are really soft coming from Germany going to New Zealand. And... Um, but the yeah, climate, think, but uh, I'm assuming that the climate, you know, to the just hard enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I assume that the climate you came from. Whereabouts in Germany were you? Ah, uh, it's uh, the centre close to Hanover in that area. And what would the typical winter temperatures be there? Um, maybe I'd say five degrees maximum during the day. Yeah, yeah, and often frost overnight. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's so. So, this is a common story. You you were coming from a cold climate, but you 
into a warmer climate, but you felt colder when you got here. It felt colder, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It must be a little bit of the wind in Dunedin, and uh, yeah, especially the you know the houses. Yeah. So when we lived in this house, we rented. We only lived in one in one room, or really in two rooms, because mm. we didn't want to spend that much on heating. Yeah. You know, it's what a lot of people probably do. Absolutely. Save, yeah. Save energy. Yeah. That was quite a difference, I must say. Yeah. So you you're working uh, for someone else when you first arrived. Yes, yes, yes. We worked for. A, oh, I worked for a company here. Uh, making um, yeah kitchens mm-hmm. and yeah mostly kitchens and furniture and yeah yeah was was interesting yeah and how did you first come across this opportunity for windows um yeah it's basically you look around and there was nothing available like no no um, well sealed windows. You know, with a multi-point locking system, and um, we learned this in Germany. Um, you know how to make them, and so we thought, well, you know, we we got a sample from Germany, and we went around architects and just shown them the window, and some of them knew them already from Europe. You know, they have been on a holiday, and they said, oh yeah, those windows are great. It would be nice to have some here in New Zealand. Because what was what was available at that time here was was there thermally broken aluminium any any PVC? I think yeah the thermally broken just came really into the market there. I mean right. like most people still went for not thermally broken, mm-hmm. um, and at that time the single glazing was still allowed as far as I can remember. Yeah, and there was one PVC manufacturer I think at that time in Christchurch. Right. Right, so really, there there was very limited supply unless you yeah. imported. I guess some people would have imported their own window frames and hardware from Europe. Yeah, yeah, I think there weren't a lot of imports, but yeah, if yes, yeah, you had to import some definitely. Yep. Mm. So you found some architects, and they were interested in uh, getting something, getting an alternative. Yeah, yeah, let's say architects were still very cautious of this product to use it, you know, because um, it was more than, than private customers that started with it and said, oh, we, we want those windows, can you make those for us? And then then the architects came into it, really. So I the architects would, re- would respond in- to the demand of their clients? Yeah, I do believe when you start a business, you know, there's um, it's a start of confidence. Mm-hmm. It's not there, you know. They ask you, it's brand appraised, and you know, it's just it's just that private customers were more willing to um, decide on basically getting those windows, uh, which is a bit understandable, you know. Like some architects say, they are more cautious in this respect that yeah. they also, you know, you can deliver on your promise. Yep. Mm. And so at this stage, you, you just had some samples that you'd, you'd brought with you, but you, what was the plan? That you would um, uh, import them yourself from, from Europe, or were you going to set up shop at this stage straight away and start making them? Yeah, yeah I'm not a salesman, so <laughs> we, wanted <to> make them. <laughs> we wanted to make some here. And uh, that was really the, 
interesting part. Um, you know, getting the machines, you know, the, the cutters, the tooling, um, even the timber. Yeah. The hardware. So nothing was in most of it is still not available in New Zealand. So yeah, that was a bit of a so it was a bit of an outlay in, in, in money as well, you know, to get started. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's a that's a big hurdle. Um, and I imagine uh, why still some companies tend to import rather than manufacture here. What mm. tell us a, tell me a bit about the timber. What what timber do you mostly use? Um, we use Siberian large. This is a um, let's say eighty percent of what we do is Siberian large. Mm-hmm. And what's not, a, what is special about Siberian larch? Um, the Siberian larch has got natural durability, mm-hmm. so you can also use it like for for weatherboards, you know, unfinished. Um, and um, we use it for layer laminated, so it stays straight. It doesn't, you know, um, the old story was windows made in Dunedin and delivered to Central Targo and they warp and, you know, that was a story that was around for many years. Right. Uh, it doesn't happen with this timber. It's um, And we also use 90 millimeter thick timber compared to a traditional New Zealand style window, which is 40 millimeters. And right. this is... And ours is four layer laminated, so the lamination keeps it nice and straight. So your window profile is is twice as thick as a as a standard yeah. window. More than twice, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's ninety. Yeah, and this is already this is more than they do in Germany. It's a funny thing. We are in New Zealand, and I, in Germany the standard is still sixty eight or seventy eight if you go triple. Mm. In New Zealand, we already go for ninety. So that's what some customers don't realize. So we're not so backwards in New Zealand, after all. <laughs> so what, why <laughs> why is it? Why have you jumped right straight up to ninety millimeters? Um, it's just different. Like if you produce in Germany, you, you got all sorts of timber suppliers around that have the right thickness of timber available. Right. While we can't have everything in stock here in New Zealand. Yep. So I decided we go for 90 mil, which is then the you know best thermal value for passive houses. And yep. even when we do double glaze, we also use 90 millimeter stock. Right, right. We just make a thicker glass bead on the inside. Yeah. So yeah, it's a yeah. So jumping forward to now, there's a few other people uh, around that have um, seen a similar opportunity. Um, but you're you're sort of leading leading the charge a little bit. You've got a, a little bit of a, a customer base now. And what what mm. makes the Madura special in the market in New Zealand now? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Our system. Um, so we we're using like the German system, but we also because of the different installation situation and building code in New Zealand, we modified the system slightly to suit the the building. Mm-hmm. You know, with external reveals and external silts. Um, and I guess this is a big advantage over imports sometimes because it makes it easier for the builder to put it in the wall. Right. Like, we want the window set in the middle of the insulation layer. Yeah. For the best performance. Yeah. And so something needs to cover the gap on the outside. And... 
and this is why we, we came up with our external review system, which is, uh, yeah, that's what architects like because it's easy to, um, let's say, easy to get it watertight and looking nice. And and uh, is it easy to get it approved by the councils? The, the, that's yeah. The <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we didn't have any, any issue. Oh, we always use, uh, uh, I always say we need a bottom flashing just as a backup. So, always, because the wind conditions in New Zealand are very high, extra high. Mm. And like in Germany, it's different again. Germany, you know, it's more uh, continental. Um, You don't have such strong winds in Germany in general, only in South in the Alps and at the North Sea, you got high winds. But in the center, it's, yeah moderate while in New Zealand the houses with a good view they have yeah heaps of wind all the time right Mm. now I don't fully understand this issue but I know that there is a big issue with getting windows placed in the middle of a wall so that the the thermal envelope is um, is as intact as possible so the the idea being that you got the glazing you got the the Mm. frame and the thermal break um, in the same plane or as close as possible to the the insulation plane of yes. the wall. Um, yeah. That makes a lot of sense to me, but I'm not a builder or an architect, uh, but I know that there, there seems to be this big hurdle in achieving this in the, in the way that building's typically done uh, mm. in New Zealand. So we end up with our windows hanging oh. outside of the 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 building basically um but what it's you're a saying way. you know it's just a cheaper way you need less material you need a you know if they're if they're hanging out just yeah yeah it's a lot less work you know to make this window if you want it that way and it's like when you we can do that as well and it's it's a lot cheaper because obviously you don't need all the external stuff around it you don't right. need a hardwood sill you don't need an external cedar reveal, um, you know, and that cuts all cost. Right. Yet, if you look at a typical European or even North American building, mm. you see quite thick walls, and the windows are always set back into the wall, aren't they? So that you've got, um, yeah. you've got uh, some surround that's on the inside of the yeah. that that cavity, basically. Mm. So yeah. it sounds like you've adapted your system so that you could have that um, that European performance uh, with your locally made windows. Is that is that correct? Yeah, yeah. that's 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 what we try. Well, that's right. that's what we have done with the system. Yeah. So I, there should be no excuse now for not having windows in the, <laughs> in the right place. Oh, no, no, no. And from yeah. what I understand from uh, the latest brands research is that that becomes more and more important the higher performance your windows are when obviously you, you've got high performance windows. So I would imagine that the last thing you want to do is put them in the wrong place if you're going to invest in, in high performance windows. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also the durability. If you go for a wooden window, you want to have it a bit protected from the elements. Right. Is that is that a concern for people with timber? You know, does, is that one of the um, um, things that people are worried about? The durability. 
I mean, we got a Tim aluminium option as well. So you have aluminium on the outside and you got to still got a wooden window. Yeah. So on the inside it's wood and outside you got the aluminium. Right. Um, but yeah, if you go for a wooden window, you want to have it set back in the wall. Otherwise, it's going to be um, more maintenance in the long run. And we make people aware of this if there are no eaves. You know, some people don't want eaves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we just say, well, maybe you should have a look at timber aluminium, or we also have a cover cap, which goes on the bottom rail of the window, which gets all the sun. Right. You know, yeah. And is that aluminium as well, or what's that? That's just a little aluminium capping. It's right. like 20 millimeter by two mil. Um, right. What's when you um, show people your windows and they, they're interested, what, what are their biggest concerns or objections to, to using Thermadura? The biggest objections? Ah, you, you know, they're definitely more expensive than a standard window you can buy, mm -hmm. like an aluminium window. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And what do you say to that? I think you need to uh, see it long term, mm -hmm. how much you save in energy and how much it changes really how you live in your house. I mean, if you have to wipe like every morning your window because it's full of condensation, um, I'm not sure it's such a good lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it all works on, on long term. And maybe, maybe if you've got a rental property, you know, you, you might want to go with aluminium, that's fine. But if you live in this house and you want to, you know, then it makes sense to invest in a, yeah, in a, in a good window. Um, at, at the moment, we are taking part in a um, competition. This is a um, component competition. Yep. From the German Passivhaus Institute. Yeah. So pretty, pretty much uh, we'll just show them the installation situation of a traditional window and of our window mm -hmm. and then we will work out the cost over the years or let's say the savings if you go for a um, triple geist semaduro window right so it takes into account the investment in the window um, the installation situation and also the window performance and so is the, the from that as part of the result of that, will, will that be a, a, a cost benefit that you'll be able to show people to say, yeah, this is the upfront premium you pay, but these are the these are the ongoing benefits, financial benefits that you get from it. Yeah, exactly. Is that a harder sell in New Zealand that where we do have a slightly milder climate? Um. No, I, I, I don't think so. It's like people, they just say, I want to have a different window. I want to have it, you know, I want it to work long term. Mm. And they're just very, they say, I want those windows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the other thing is, uh, they're just, we have one on display at, at the Proclimber Harbour. And uh, any sort of performance window like that, the people just love playing with them because there's just, they just work so well. They're just a nice thing to. Yeah. To use, they feel good um, when you when you open them. You, you have uh, you do tilt turn um, yeah. uh, hinges. Oh, as standard, yeah, yeah, we do tilt and turn. Yeah. Oh, as standard is, is tilt and turn. What oh, about? Yeah. Do you have any sliding options as well? Yeah, we got a uh, yeah lift and slide doors. We got tilt and slide doors. 
And you've got, we should mention the, the Passive House um, certification, right? Yeah, we got it on the Tim Aluminium windows and also on the Timber windows. Right. So they're just a couple of specific ones. So you've how many different models and options do you have? Um, in the Timber range, we got the Nature Line 90. Mm -hmm. The 90 stands basically for the Timber Sickness. Yep. And then we got the Nature Line 90 Passive. Right. Those are the two ranges in the in the wooden um, wooden area. And in aluminium, we got the Design Line um, 78. Yep. That's a 78. Yep. And we use it for double glazing. And then we got the Design Line 90 Passive. And this is then for triple glazed. Yeah. And what does it what does it mean to have a passive house certified component? Um, it basically means that um, yeah, I'd say the customer. It's good to know for the customer that you know the product has been evaluated. Mm -hmm. Like you can make a lot of claims about a product, but the passive house institute gives you this in writing, um, and all the data. Uh, and for the passive force designers, yeah, certainly it's important. They need to have all those thermal values for their calculations. Right. If the house works um, as a passive force. With the so solar by, and, so and by using components like yours that have the certification, it makes the certification of the whole house easier. Yes. And it's also in the PHPP program, which is uh, uh, from the Passivos Institute. Um, all the products are in the software, so all the, the, the data. Right. Yeah. Also, no profiles. Yeah. So it makes and the design process easier, too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, we talked a little bit about price, and I imagine is, it, is there a, a standard premium that you pay or does it really depend on the the make and model and the size uh, could, can you can you say approximately how much more expensive a high performance window like yours is over a, a standard say thermally broken aluminium frame oh, that's that's different I mean we, we had a job here in Dunedin and um, our windows were $50,000 for a house lot mm -hmm. and uh, thermally broken Windows were forty, bit over forty thousand. For uh, just thermally broken aluminium. Yeah, yeah. So that was our windows are definitely more expensive, um, but you know I think it's within reason. Yeah, so twenty percent, well ten to twenty percent more, but a substantially mm -hmm. different level of performance. I yeah, mean, it's it's almost it's not. I hesitate to ask because it's not really a fair comparison because you're not. You're not comparing apples for apples at all. No, no. I mean, I mean with, with wooden window, you know, we, we do all the machining here in New Zealand. Um, you know, it needs to get sanded. It needs to get sprayed. Like, sometimes four coats are applied. Right. Um, the hardware gets put on after the spraying, and then it needs to get glazed. And yeah. It's quite a process to make a, um, a wooden window. It's yeah. not. You get a powder coated extrusion you might have cut it and you rivet it together if you know what i mean yeah 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 it's a different process on a wooden window um and some people don't realize that all the hardware is already fixed to the windows 
Um, everything is finished, so you don't need to get a painter on site with a paintbrush and paint it on site and fits the right. locks. And you know, it's yeah, it's all done here. It's, it's yeah, yeah. So that's another thing to think about with that pricing is that that's that's your one off, and then you've got very little maintenance and a beautiful window. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so you um. You're you're down to Eden, but uh, you, you do you supply for the whole country. Yes, yes, yes. We we do whole New Zealand. Yeah. And um, are you focusing on on residential? Are you doing commercial and uh, any any other building types as well? Um, yes, we have done done commercial jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and and what about lead time? Uh, that really depends on. Uh, how busy we are, mm-hmm. really. So, at the moment, the hurdle that we got is the glass. Like double right. glazing, we source from New Zealand. Yeah. Triple glazing, we source from Germany. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, um, there's nothing available locally. Right. It's so, and that's has got a lead time of you can say 14 weeks. Wow, for the lo- for the locally produced double glazing. Ah, oh, so no, no, no. That's that's probably a week or ten days to get the glass. But if we get it from Germany, it can be twelve to fourteen weeks. Right, right. So we basically order the glass, and the windows are not made. Um, we just order them off our drawings. Right. Yeah. And then that comes in a container. But I guess the the key thing there for people is is to get their design um, sorted and and commit to those early on because 12 weeks isn't that long if you are going through a new build process and you've got to get um, detailed drawings and then consents and you get your builder and by the time you're ready for those windows yeah, three months isn't isn't that long a time really no no it's not I mean what, what we are trying to do now is um, to cut the delivery time down to four to six weeks right um, this is a little bit of a new system we will offer soon, mm-hmm. which is a standardized system. So it's cool. going to be passive house windows delivered within four to six weeks. So that's what we are working on at the moment. So that, like at the moment with imports, there's a big outlay for customers yeah. you know, over months. Yeah, yeah. They pay sometimes 90% of the window, and then five months later, they get the window. So yeah, yeah. I think Times are changing a little bit, and um, we just want to give the customers, you know, from our side, um, we want to be able to uh, deliver faster. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for this reason, we would stock triple glazing in New Zealand then. Right. So we would have the glass ready here, so we make the windows, glaze them, and then they go out to the customer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's an exciting. Um uh, improvement to for everyone that, that I'm, I'm sure will be a benefit to the whole the whole industry. Mm. Where can people get in touch with you, Chris? Um, they can just um, give us a ring, or <laughs> they can send us an email with their plans and say hello. Or if they're interested, they can also come down visit the factory. How we make those windows? Um, yeah. Cool, and I'll put the I'll put your yeah, links to your website, and um, we'll put some images up so people can see what we're what we're talking about, and uh, and those contact details as well. That's great. Yeah, thank you. 
thank you for your time, Chris, and well done as well. For uh, I know it's, uh, it's um, you make it sound all pretty easy, but it's a big job setting all that up and getting it up and running uh, to make those options available for for New Zealand. So uh, it's it's great that we have people like yourself doing that. Yeah, so um, thank you. Okay. <laughs> no, thanks. No, it's a pleasure. It's a good um, because in New Zealand you can still change things. You know, it's no, it's great to be part of that uh, movement. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Thank you. And that was Christian Ramp there of Thermajura. Check them out at thermajura.co.nz. That's T H E R M A D U R A. Thermajura. .co.nz Thank you very much for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd love it if you head on over to homestylegreen.com and uh, leave, leave a note, uh, give us some feedback, um, let me know what you think and also let others know and uh, help spread the word and uh, share the podcast. Thanks very much for tuning in. Go make a better place to live. <laughs>